0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, your host for today, as always, for every day on the Blissful Living Show. And today, we're going to examine a little bit of a different topic. It uh, will go in with regards, it will go in line with what we're doing here on Blissful Living, but it might be a little unique or a little different to all of you. However, as being an Ayurvedic health practitioner, it's very much a part of what I do and what I teach with my clients. So it has tremendous benefits on helping us to stay calm, with clarity, have good mental focus, but also to really, really decrease our stress. And today's fabulous guest is artist and teacher Heidi Thompson, who lives in Coldstream, British Columbia Canada. So she's all the way from Canada for us today. And she is the author of a new book called Calm, Focus, Joy, The Power of Breath Awareness. This is a practical guide for adults and children. Now, Heidi has been practicing breath awareness for more than 30 years. However, in 1996, she pioneered an intention development program for children called Mind Mastery. And she was one of the first to teach breath awareness in public schools. So imagine how profound that could be on, on the children, um, that we have in our schools today. How that can help them with reducing their own internal stress. She currently conducts breath awareness and art workshops. And so I would like to take this time to really get into this ex- subject that we're going to a- examine and, um, Welcome Heidi to the show. So welcome Heidi. How are you? Oh, hi. Hi. Thank you for
1: the lovely introduction.
0: Oh, you're very very welcome. I'm so happy to have you here because as um you know a person that utilizes uh, uh, breath awareness in my day-to-day activities and in my daily living, and I've been doing it for quite a while. It's something that I've always wanted to be able to share with people outside the context of them working with me. And so I want to dive a little bit first into your book, and then we'll go on and explore, you know, the power of breath awareness and, you know, what it is and how, um, you know, maybe explore some tools or techniques that people can utilize and how it can help us in our lives. Now, everyone, I want you to stop. Grab a piece of paper, a pen, something to write with, if you can, or just sit back and relax and enjoy the essence of this this wonderful, fabulous journey that you're going to take. Before we get started, um, just to get you set up in the right frame of mind. Now, Heidi, tell us, tell us about the book "Calm, Focused, Joy: The Power of Breath Awareness." Where did that, where did that originate from?
1: Well, for many years, as you mentioned, I've been practicing this technique, and the wonderful symptom of doing the technique is you come to a place where you want to share it with people. And I thought, well, if I could write a book that could help adults or parents or teachers to teach children, that would be ideal. So I set out on this journey a couple of years ago to write the book, and I've tried in the best way, you know, based on all the programs that I taught to present a very easy yet as you mentioned profound step by step approach to learning and then teaching this wonderful technique called breath awareness.
0: Wow, so it was something that you've been utilizing and and you just kind of figured out that it would be a great thing to share with people because it's had so many profound benefits. Uh, with regards to your life. How did you come about with, um, you know, calling the book Calm, Focus, Joy?
1: Well, I I started, it was very difficult to find a title in the beginning because I first thought focus would be the title. And then I realized that focusing isn't really the goal. So I asked myself, what's a goal in life? And that is, in my opinion, is to feel joyful, it's something we feel when we're young and then as life hits us you know the joy seems to fade away and stress comes in so i wanted to encapsulate the whole idea of the technique in the in the title so we become calm and when we're calm we can focus and if we can do this for a period of time as you must know cuz you practice it <laughs> you become happy inside Right. So this is the whole goal, and I, I came up with this.
0: this wow, I like effect. that. I mean, because it, it is true. When you practice, um, you know, breath awareness, it does do all those things for you. And, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned um, the joy that we had when we were children, because oftentimes when we grow up and we become adults, we forget the simple little things that brought us joy. And if we could just restore that just by bringing attention or awareness to our breath, then, um, then that's wonderful. So now, what exactly is breath awareness?
1: Well, breath awareness is something that has been practiced for centuries, literally over 5,000 years ago. They have records talking about this technique. It is a technique that you actually practice without even knowing it. How many people have been in a situation where they felt terror or despair or emotional upset and automatically you focus on your breath to calm down. It's something we do instinctively. And then the yogis and spiritual teachers 5,000 years ago, they said, well, if you can calm your heart rate down in just a minute, what will happen if you sit and focus on your breath for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, two hours, 10 hours? And they actually started realizing you can change your brain and they knew this years and years ago and only now they're starting to say hey yeah meditation changes the brain that's because we have the equipment but this technique has been around for centuries we've been using it intuitively and now one could actually just make a conscious effort and use it to gain even more benefits by making it a discipline
0: so now when you say, um, and I, I know people out there probably piqued their curiosity or piqued their antennas to raise up just a little bit. When you said that this could change your brain, can you expand upon that just a little bit?
1: Yes. I, I, it's wonderful that we have research now backing this up, and they can show where the brain changes when you do this type of exercise. Uh, I'll list off two or three Very um, obvious things that I noticed even with the children when we were working in the classroom. The first thing is when your attention is focusing on one thing which is something we don't do normally anymore but if you actually practice focusing on just one tiny spot and and actually breath awareness is just feeling the touch of breath below your nostrils and that's the spot you focus on. So when you pay attention a lot of things happen in your brain. You develop stronger neural networks in in where you're paying attention. It's like if you're learning the violin. If you keep practicing, you actually develop a brain that can just play naturally and it's the same when you focus on your breath. you strengthen that attention muscle and it gets stronger and stronger. so the more you focus, the stronger it gets. This is wonderful, and you see it with the children. you just practice a few minutes a day and every day they can do it more and more and their brain actually gets uh it actually gets larger and they show the certain parts of the brain growing so it' really uh-huh. matter why they also, yeah they've also seen that when you practice breath awareness and similar meditation techniques, the first thing that happens is you lower cortisol you induce the relaxation response
0: hold on one second Heidi i want to just i want that's a, that's a biggie and so I want to point it out to people cortisol did you guys hear what she said she says when you practice this you lower cortisol and cortisol is that stress hormone that circulates within us that causes so much internal damage um when it's not circulating in the right context that it should be so please please pay attention to this because that cortisol is that stress hormone and so okay Heidi I just want to point that out go ahead I'm sorry very
1: very good because it took me a long time to understand these terms and I've been reading books and trying to get acquainted with the technical terms Uh uh-huh and cortisol like you said is good for certain things it gets you alert and focused and you can run away from an enemy or fight. But if you if you keep having this cortisol racing through your body, it does tax your immune system and cause illness and stress. So if you have a technique to lower cortisol, which this has been proven to do, you have the key to managing your life, managing your stress. And this is important, just to be able to know how to lower your stress. Uh, it's not a mystery, and if we can teach children how to do it, then they can use this technique whenever they're stressed, and and I see that they do use it. You know, I've worked with kids, and then they'll use, tell me later, oh, I used it at home. When I was fighting with my brother, I just started watching my breath and calming down. It's such a simple technique, but so powerful at reducing the stress, and really that. All you need to know that that there's a lot you can know, but if you just take that away with you, you've got yourself um almost like a magic pill you won't you won't have to take medication if you know how to change the those chemicals in your brain, so
0: that's all
1: those chemicals do yeah
0: so i mean that's that's so fabulous I know that um I know that you know. Um, you have you've utilized this with children and I and I'm sure you've probably taught this to adults as well correct
1: oh yeah a few yeah and adults learn it where I learned it is for adults they go and learn it so so now would
0: you you say would you say uh, um, in Ayurveda we call you know breath awareness or or breathing or certain types of breathing we call it pranayama and I know that when um, yoga when people practice the yoga asanas or the yoga postures, uh, you know, throughout all these different types of yoga classes that we now have available to us and that people are learning and experiencing, I know they focus on, you know, the breath as well. I, I practice yoga myself. So is it in context of what you're, you're teaching your breath awareness, is it similar to what you would be doing, say, if you were practicing yoga asanas or something like that?
1: There are similarities. You will feel very good after you do breath awareness, but the key difference is with breath awareness, you, you don't regulate your breath. You don't follow the breath inside your stomach. You don't breathe deeply. You don't do anything with your breath. The key in this technique is to observe your breath, however it's happening in the moment. So rather than manipulating breath, you're actually developing your awareness of breath that's different it's like you're, you're not changing the storm outside you're just watching it and that is a very that is a very key difference
0: so so I like how you said that you're not <clears throat> excuse me you're not changing the storm per se but you're you're watching it but in actuality what happens is as you're watching this beautiful storm so to speak you begin to change the storm within you. Is that correct? Would you say that would be...
1: That is correct, and science is proving it as well. The moment you are aware of breath, you change, your brain changes. So just being aware changes the situation. And this is quite amazing. If you have pain in your leg or your back, and then you focus on the sensations of pain, just calmly, you actually change the... Perception of pain, and again, research has shown that breath awareness type exercises helps you manage pain because you're aware of it, and instead of reacting with fear and worry, which actually makes the pain worse, just by being calm, the pain is less.
0: Right. The pain
1: isn't going away, but you're actually just dealing with it better.
0: Wow, I know you mentioned in your book. Um, that um the origin um you know the the gift of intelligence creativity inspiration thoughts dreams and imagination can be in, enhanced further by utilizing breath awareness can you can you just touch on that just a little bit for the listeners
1: yeah it's very important because when uh the problem with medication these days you know ADHD medication one of the symptoms is a lack of creativity, and that is very actually one of the worst side effects because creativity is everything. So, to, this technique enhances creativity, and I've experienced this for thirty years, and I'm a painter, and you know I, I'm quite in tune with my own creativity. Mm-hmm. When you think about the word creative think about what that means. It means you're creating something that wasn't there before. So by doing breath awareness and focusing on that sensation of breath, and then you're creating that peacefulness inside, that peacefulness then creates pathways in your brain that weren't there before. Mm. The experience the peace and calmness and that big space you get when you're meditating. That Translates into brain matter, which is amazing. You wouldn't be able to experience peace unless there was something in your brain giving you the ability to experience it. So it's in this way. Well, when you're practicing and you're know, spending your time working at this technique and changing your brain, when you get up from your sitting, you're a slightly different person. You've developed that area of the brain. Empathy, compassion, focus, those areas are stronger. So you actually are more skilled when you get up from one of your sittings.
0: Wow. Wow, that sounds, it just sounds so yummy. And so, um, you know, it does. It just sounds really yummy. Who would not want to have increased creativity, whether you're an artist or you're an engineer or you're a doctor or you're you know a farm laborer who would not want to experience more creativity intelligence you know um have wonderful thoughts and dreams and and allow your imagination to be just as expansive as it possibly could by doing the simple thing of what we call breath awareness i i think that is just so yummy now is there is it is it is there any rituals or does it have any religious ties to it or The beauty of this technique, and that's why
1: I was drawn to it because I'm an artist and I I respect all religion and people's spiritual paths, but I wanted something that was free of all dogma, free of tradition, free of any type of ritual. And I landed on this technique, and it's so scientific, and yet so spiritual when you're practicing it. So I enjoy that. There is no candles there's no mantras there's no visualization there's nothing except the touch of your breath it's a very sobering technique you can't use your imagination to escape a lot of techniques you know you imagine something like a dream right. or and you're off in a in a beautiful space, but you're not developing your attention and changing the habit and condition conditioning of, of your brain. And that's the only way you're going to experience freedom is to break free from all your conditioned patterns. And this technique helps you uh, recognize your conditioned patterns and then change them. So you it's like if you have an addiction, you can use this technique to change your addiction so that it's no longer uh, controlling you.
0: So now, you yeah I mean, okay, so the perfect segue into can you tell us some of the serious conditions that can be managed or helped with um utilizing breath awareness?
1: Yes, um, that's good because a lot of people have very serious conditions right when i was when I was taking the courses the ten day courses they're called Vipassana retreat mhm vipassana. vipassana you've probably heard of it and they're taught for free all over the world and you can attend for 10 days and learn these techniques and I've gone to many courses and I was always astounded with who came to these courses and you'd be in a room for 10 days and there would be no speaking and at the end of the 10 days the people you were sharing the dorm with you could share your stories and there was one time the woman said oh well, I'm re- i a recovering heroin addict. I was sexually abused. My brother was sexually abused, and on and on and on. And she wow. came from this terribly dark past. And then she used this technique to deal with the past and come out of it. And so it, it can help the most serious addictions, the most serious trauma. Another man, this was very interesting, was sitting... Um, in the row beside me, the men are sort of on one side and women are on the other. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he was from Korea or somewhere. And he was sitting for three hours without moving. And I'm going, how does he do it? And he was just meditating. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he's been doing this since he was a kid. Then I find out he was a lieutenant in the Army and went through horrific uh, things in, you know, in, in the war. And he was trying to release all this trauma. Through meditation Wow and I just realized he he was sitting that long because he knew it was working and he was really wanting to get free and get that joy back in his life so it can help most serious conditions
0: Wow because I know you mentioned in your book that some of the conditions that can help is you know things like depression and ADHD and even people that have obsessive compulsive behavior or anxiety, it's good. It can help them, you know, with that. And then we all know that, um, well, I don't know if we all know, but I know you know that also bringing awareness to your breath can also lower blood pressure as well as, um, you know, help minimize some chronic fatigue things that go on. And, and in Ayurveda, we're always trying to think, breathing, things, bring things back into balance so it can also shift the balance and, Get an imbalance back into balance as well as, you know, uh, get rid of or help with the mood swings, um, which, you know, a lot of people suffer from, but they don't even know it. So I I think it's just absolutely a wonderful, wonderful uh, tool to have here and to be discussing today. Now, with regards to the perception of um, practicing breath awareness. Is there any particular routine? I don't even want to get into how we do it yet, but I just want people to know um, how they can do it. For instance, do you need? is it something you can do anywhere?
1: Uh, breath awareness, you can do anywhere. You could even be doing it right now while you're listening to me. You can be doing it when someone's reprimanding you. So in the middle of a a, a very hot argument, You can suddenly focus on your breath, calm down, and the whole argument will change because you'll stop reacting. You can do it while waiting for the bus. The only times you might not want to be doing it is while you're driving, especially in busy traffic. Mm -hmm. Because when you're focusing on your breath, your attention isn't elsewhere. Right. So as long as you're not in a situation where you need your full attention, you can do it. You can do it even while you're trying to sleep at night. If you wake up at 3, like I always do, and I'm tossing and turning, just make a commitment. Okay, for the next 15 minutes, I'm going to focus on my breath. And sure enough, you will. if you can get through 15 minutes, you will probably fall asleep. Wow. It's because what keeps you awake is your attention suddenly gets trapped in the thoughts and the worry and and all these things. So. By taking your attention out of the thinking part of your brain and bringing it to the feeling part, which is now you're feeling the breath, then you're, all those worries and the things that were stressing you out, you can't focus on them anymore. It's a, it's difficult to do, especially if you're going through a stressful moment, but it is so powerful if you can, if you can shift over. And you're you're the master, right? You're in control of where you want your attention to be, you You've become quite skillful at being able to direct it away and direct it to the thing that will help you
0: mm that's that's beautiful. I like that, and again, you guys she you know saying you're in control and you can do this anywhere but the I think the most beautiful golden nugget that I'm gonna take out of just that last part that you said was that you can do this if you're being reprimanded, if you're having an argument, because it will change the shift. And we all need these kind of tools and techniques to get through our days just with a little bit of, you know, less stress. I I immediately put myself in a spot where, you know, I was being reprimanded. And I'm thinking, just if I had known this, you know, at that point in time, um, I wouldn't have took things so personally. It wouldn't have affected me, and and I was the type of person that things would affect me. You know, at that moment would affect me for the rest of the day. So again, you guys, this is some really, really yummy, yummy information that she is Heidi is sharing with us, and um and so and we're going to get into a little bit of it for you guys. But I just want her to give you as much information as possible so that you know that this is not some foo foo stuff it really works and it, and the best thing about it is it's working holistically and naturally you're not using any pharmaceutical drugs to alter your mind or your physical physiological processes in your body you breathe naturally so why not use the god-given power that we have within our body and to utilize it to heal ourselves and bring us back into balance naturally so with that said being said tell me heidi now um when we are, when we, should we, well, before we start, you know, practicing breath awareness or before we start our session of practicing breath awareness, should we set a goal, uh, you know, or should we just be free flowing or, um, can you explain that, that to the listeners? Now, that's a very
1: good question because everyone thinks, oh, just free flowing is the way to go. But in fact, the key in breath awareness is to choose your time. You can start with just one minute and say, I am not going to move for one minute. I'm going to focus on my breath for one minute, and then I'm free. Oh, <laughs> and I like set that. set your timer mm-hmm. for one minute, because what happens in breath awareness is all your habits, the habit of restlessness, agitation, thinking, worrying, all those are habits, they are going to get... They're going to become intolerable at 50 seconds. So if you decide, oh, I can't take it anymore and get up from your sitting, you're getting up at the very moment you can make the most change in your brain. So it's very important to say, I'm going to sit for five minutes, not going to move no matter what happens, unless the house is on fire, nothing is going to disturb me. Then you go through all the agitation and irritation and restlessness, but you do not move. And you stay focused calmly on your breath. And as you're doing that, suddenly you'll notice, hey, what happened? All the restlessness is gone. What did I do? You changed your brain. So this is key. It it is a discipline, and it's very important to choose a time and, and try to get to the very... Last second, you'll know when once you experience it. You'll know what I mean. You think of me next time. <laughs> in the of, I hate this. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> that's <just> wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So and, and that helps you with in everything in life. We're always ready to quit as soon right. as, as it's it hard. Take a relationship. Oh, I don't love you anymore. It's painful. Right. That's you
0: know, your reaction to get through it to get through it is the powerful part and and now you guys you have a tool that will help you get through this now I want to also expand upon how you set the time because a person can do it for a minute they can do it for five minutes they can do it for 15 20 30 whatever correct there's really it's really up to the individual is that correct or should they be practicing for a certain amount of time
1: no it's up to the individual and it would be the difference between uh walking down to the corner store or taking a vacation to India. So the longer you go the more exciting your vacation will be. Oh. Yes. But it takes a lot of effort. Right. There's no sense in pushing yourself. It shouldn't be so painful or so irritating that you you hate it. You you never want to get there. Right. So just take it however works for you and realize that when you do sit, the longer you sit the more you'll experience that other side of yourself that you normally have no chance in experiencing. So you get to know a whole different you and, and that's what I love about it is is it's a discovery and nobody can tell you who you are, only you can experience it.
0: Oh, that's nice. So it's really specifically unique to the to each individual. hmm Mm. Now, you know, with with meditation, um, and I'm sure with breath and awareness, you get mental distractions that come in that you have, or you seem to have no control over. How would you have one handle that?
1: Well, just mental distractions is one of our biggest habits and one of our biggest problems. And just understanding that the more you learn to focus and not let distractions you know, take your mind away. The stronger your brain gets, and the more you enjoy life, the more you can accomplish goals. And so first, you go into the exercise saying, "Yes, I ha- I will be distracted." Well, duh, you know. <laughs> and then you, then you, as you get distracted, the minute you realize, "Oh, I'm not feeling my breath anymore," you go, "Ah, I better bring my breath back." And this training process of bringing your breath grab back, back again and again and again. That is what's training the brain. And the children get really good at it. In the beginning, their mind goes, in 30 seconds, it's gone. Right. And then I give them the little story about training the puppy dog, how you get this little cute little puppy dog and that's your mind and it keeps Mm -hmm. running around, but you still love it. Right. Okay, come on back, come on back. You go over and over until finally it's days oh yeah it's it's, everybody has the same problem we're all attention deficit you know I hate to say it but every this is the human brain it either can focus thats hard work or it just has what they call involuntary attention in other words in the kind of attention animals have and babies have they just look at anything that comes in view but as we grow older and more mature we can develop voluntary attention. And the, the great people who have done amazing things in the world, they have developed extremely high levels of voluntary attention. Just think of anyone who's done anything and how much they had to focus on it in order to
0: do it. And so
1: that's the key to success, develop your voluntary attention.
0: Wow. Wow. I- Thank you. That that's good to know. So you guys, another a bit of negative information that Heidi is going to help us help you through. Now, before we get into a little bit more of the practice of um, breath awareness, how would well, I want to explore the the thing with children because um, this is a big one, and because we have ADD and ADHD so prevalent in our children in um, the school systems today, we didn't have those kind of "Quote unquote medical diagnosis." When I was in school, Um, we have a you know predominance of that going on. Um, How would say a parent that may be listening introduce this to their child or introduce it to their children?
1: That's that's a good question because sometimes someone wants a quick fix. There's two sides to breath awareness. One is to introduce it as a preventative measure before they get ADHD. And then when they do have attention deficit or they're hyperactive, introduce it in a way that works with the children. So you have to kind of know your children. You might want to put on a group session with the neighbor's children. It's always nice. Children like to be with others when they're practicing. And if it's a little more formal, they enjoy that as well. The the problem with our children is they're born with these undeveloped brains and then they're subject to the wired world that they live in Their brains adapt to what they're given so they their brains adjust to television the neural networks basically are created so they can watch television their whole brain is now wired to live in this crazy world and we think they can just go to school and be like the kids 50 years ago no they don't have the same brains anymore and the parents and our a whole society—we create these brains. So actually, they're a product of their environment. And in a way, who knows? Maybe, maybe you have to be ADHD to survive this crazy world. You know, who knows what evolution, where evolution is is leading us? But we do have control with how we develop the brain, and it, it's my experience that the stronger you can focus and the more calm you are, the more you can enjoy life. So I don't think it's heading in a good direction right now. But we are creating the brains of our children. It's, it's, it's our doing, and we don't. Maybe it's the kind of brain they need for this world. It's, we're going through a big transition, and it's hard to know. You know.
0: What yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, technology is 24-7 nowadays and, and when I was a kid, you know, uh, it, there was, I don't want to say there was no technology, but it wasn't 24-7. You know, I remember, uh, you know, only getting four or five channels on the TV, you know, um, things closing at five, you know, or six PM at the late six. If they stayed open to six, that was really late. Um, you know, there wasn't all, there wasn't all this stimulation. And so maybe it's just the way we're evolving, so to speak. But, um, it has, it is taking a tremendous toll on our children because even though our technology is evolving at a supersonic pace, um, the actual human mind, human body is not evolving at that pace. And so we have these children that are being bored and basically put into a shock. When they come out because of all the stimulation, and so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that we have a generation or two of children that are you know being affected by this now let's get into um, are there any dangers or anything that um, people should be aware of from um, practicing you know breath awareness other than practicing it in, in a place they should not be practicing like driving?
1: Yeah, there's, that's a very good question. And when I would attend these 10-day courses and we apply, we always have to uh, mention if we're, we're suffering a mental disease or an illness or on psychotic drugs. Because this technique is very profound. It, it actually helps you connect with your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Some people are going through such turmoil or uh, that they it would be too much to expect them to focus for a long period of time because this turmoil will overwhelm them. Mm -hmm. So it's really important, especially with children who who have had traumatic experiences, to introduce it very gently. And, And in a way for children, it's almost better to just do a few minutes, you know, for these types of children that you're worried that their emotions will rise up and you're not a psychologist, so you you might not be prepared to help them out. Right. And it, I explain that quite clearly in the book, that it's it's almost better to stay a little bit on the surface minds of the children, especially in schools, because school is not a place where you want a very sensitive child to get overwhelmed and then leave the breath awareness session, go out in the playground, and then get harassed. Like it's not the right environment. Right. That's why in my book, I mention we just were, you know, on a cer- certain level. But if you're an adult and you really want to tap into the real um, hidden, I would say it's kind of like the garbage that makes you unhappy. If you want to go to that level, this technique will help you get there and give you a tool to release all that awful stuff that you're keeping with in in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's your way to release it. And then you do feel better after that's more for adults
0: Wow I, I thank you for for sharing that because I just wanted to make sure you know that people understand uh, the whole complexity of it It's even though it's, it seems like it's so something so simple to do it does have such profound uh, effects on um, you know all aspects of our physicality mind body spirit so um, thank you for sharing that now um hmm. we we've covered quite a bit and so at this point in time I think it would be a a great time to um just give the listeners a little um uh, and listeners I'm I'm going to make a declaration here I want Heidi to just give you a little bit of taste of breath awareness uh, as she, you know maybe she walks you through a little something however if you're driving operating any type of machinery in a place that is not safe for you to do this please do not do this you can always come back and listen to the show um, at another time when you're in a safe environment and you can practice this but for those of you that have sit back in your chair and you've tuned in and you've got your piece of paper and your pencil and, you you know, you're ready to explore how you can uh, bring uh, breath awareness into your life, I'm going to let Heidi uh, take us on a, a journey with this. So, Heidi, can you just um, go through the steps of how one would be, you know, one would do this? Okay. This but, you know, as is simplistically as you can. Because... I know it's kind of funny because we're, you know, we're on air and so to speak, but, um, I think it would be good for them, uh, to get an understanding, a feel of how it goes. And then, of it's course, good. I know they're going to want to get more of it from you. So, um, and we'll tell them how they can do that as well. But if we could just give a little taste, I would so appreciate it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And what I'm going to, say is really the whole technique in a nutshell okay it's so simple in fact a lot of people the reason this technique gets lost over the centuries because people start adding stuff to it and then it doesn't have the same profound effect so the simplicity is important and all you're doing is sitting usually with a straight back because you want to be alert you can be comfortable when you start sitting No matter how comfortable you make yourself, you are going to get uncomfortable. So it doesn't matter. So start with some pillows. (laughs) And then just focus your attention. Well, first set the timer, as I explained before. Make sure you make a commitment for one minute, five minutes, ten minutes. That will train you to be more disciplined. And then you take your attention, and I would imagine it, like a spotlight, and all day long, it's focusing on all our thoughts, all our imagination, and all those things. So you just swing that searchlight over, and then you focus right at that tiny spot right below your nostril, sort of between your upper lip and your nostril, very tiny spot. It's the tinier, the more focused your mind will get. Mm. And then all you do for that time period is feel the breath as it passes over that spot. You're not changing your breath, just whatever your natural breath is. And as it's coming over the spot into your nose, it's going to maybe feel cool or warm. It depends what your temperature is there. And then feel it as it passes out over that spot. And it might be warm. It might kind of feel breezy, tickly, itchy. All of those sensations, if you're feeling a sensation, it means you're, you're doing the exercise correctly. If you're thinking about breath, you know, you're imagining blue breath swirling around in the sky, you're completely off-base <laughs> you <laughs> to, to the feeling. And some people can't feel. Like, it's difficult. They've never actually focused on feeling. This is key to the technique, is feeling the sensations of breath and staying in touch with feeling. And by doing that, you are connecting with your subconscious mind, which is completely controlled by sensations. For example, if you're sitting and you're feeling a pin prick into your leg, your subconscious mind will say, get up. And sometimes you don't even know why you got up, but your subconscious mind felt the feeling. So as long as you're feeling the sensation of breath, you're connected with the subconscious mind, which is not so subconscious anymore. You actually become aware of it. And that connection is key for everything. It's it's a key to changing your addictions. Because addictions all they are are sub unconscious behavior, reacting to a painful sensation. Like when you get that urge to, to eat something, it might be because you're Dopamine is low, and dopamine is that feel-good hormone. So you'll reach for some carbohydrates to make your dopamine higher so you feel better. But you'll be reaching for carbohydrates, pizza, pasta, because you're kind of emotionally sad or you're lonely, and then you're just eating, but you don't even know the sensation underlying everything. So breath awareness trains your brain to be aware of sensations. So you start with that tiny pin prick, and you just stay there for the whole hour or five minutes feeling 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 that's all and you'll know that's all you need to do and after one minute of practicing you'll be absolutely clear what I mean there's no mystery about it at all and all those changes will start happening your, your cortisol will be lowered your heart rate will slow down your focus will get better and it will all happen and then the more you do, you become your own teacher, so it's very simple, and that's all all there is to it, really. Just with that, you can start practicing for the rest of your life and you will feel those changes.
0: Wow, that was awesome. So I hope you guys were taking notes um, <clears throat> again, if you were actually uh practicing as Heidi walked us through it um then you know you can listen to the show later and jot down the notes on the steps on how she says to do this i mean i totally just got so relaxed just in that you know short time period of what you know you were explaining how to do the the breath awareness i i totally got relaxed and realized oh i can't be the one that's relaxing right now because i've got this show. <laughs> <laughs> but okay so then so then the positive aspect of that was Then, okay, it restored my mental clarity and got me back to focus. So you guys have just witnessed the miracle of breath awareness by just listening to me and what I just said. Um, It's just, you know, I have this great big smile on my face because I do feel so enlivened and invigorated. And I know it's just because I was just doing what you were saying to do and practicing that just for that few moment in time, the, um, the breath awareness. So... Fabulous, fabulous, um, natural science that has such profound effect on us. So I, I really, really thank you for bringing not only this to the awareness of you know us adults, but also um, you know to the children because you know our children are in so in in, in need of so much um, in order for us to help them be able to be the best that they can be. And I think this tool is something that should be utilized and practiced in every school in the nation, even if it's just for a five-minute period. I think that the school will see a tremendous um, benefit. And I I, I need to clarify, in our nation, because I know you're in Canada. So I'm just gonna say in the United States. How about just North America? <laughs> North, America. North America. One, one in ten children are diagnosed ADHD. I believe in it, I believe. and in the U.S. I, I totally believe it. Um, I've seen it. I, I did some school nursing um, once upon a time, and and the majority of my kids, the medications that I was dispensing at the six schools that I had was uh, for ADD and ADHD. So I, I know it, I've seen it, I, you know, it has, it's just so prevalent. But with that being said, okay, so now we come to the part of the show where I'd like to let you, if, do you have anything else that you want to share with the listeners, um with regards to breath awareness before we start giving out your information and how they can get the books and all that good stuff?
1: Well, I think that I learned it from the pashna. Uh, meditation courses a lot of people are teaching mindfulness meditation they use breath awareness as a component so seek out the, the technique if it's if this speaks to you you can go to one of these courses and learn it really on an intensive level or you can just start practicing with a little guidance from you know like my book or you can go online and find the instructions but the key is is this type of technique is so simple. You're focusing on the touch of breath. That changes your brain and then that's all you need to know.
0: Oh, my wow. Um again, just, just, you know, fabulous, fabulous, uh, piece of information disseminated upon the listening audience today. So now tell the audience. Again, let's state the name of, I'm gonna have you state the name of your book and all the goodies that um, they can get, whether it be the ebook, how they can get it, the, the hard copy of the book, how they can get that. Can you just tell the audience about that right now? Thank you for
1: the opportunity. The book is called Calm, Focus, Joy. My website is calmfocusjoy.com. And you can get the book through Kindle, which is a very inexpensive way to do it. And you can get it on Amazon, but it's all—it's quite it doesn't cost very much. Or you can go to one of these courses; they're free. So it's really um, just out there, you know. Just type in calm, Focus joy, and you'll probably find find me. And you can always email me with questions. I would love to answer your questions. So give, find your
0: e- my, uh, give your email address, Heidi.
1: My email is hpc thompson. That's t h o m p s o n at hotmail dot com. But if they go to my website, you can just email. Yeah,
0: me. And, what, and and give the website one more time. Calm, focus, joy. <laughs> now, I know you 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 mentioned you had a blog. Is there a site they can go for to get the blog, or can they just access your main website and then get all yeah. that you have to offer everywhere?
1: Everything is is there on my website. I don't really have a blog. I'm not quite sure how to do that yet. Okay, <laughs> but but I have a website and and just contact me if you have any questions. Oh well. Especially if you want to go deeply into one of these ten day courses, I can give you information on where to look because those are amazing. That's the biggest gift being offered out there on the planet right now. These ten wow. day courses.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Um, thank you so very much for being a guest on Blissful Living uh today. We we I learned a lot about breath awareness, even though, you know, I already knew a lot. I always learn a lot more. And that's why I like doing the show, because I have so many fabulous guests that just have so much, you know, wealth of information um, that specifically is to help us decrease or reduce, you know, reduce or eliminate stress from our life. So it's just, just beautiful to have you on the show. And so I thank you again for being a guest on the show really, really thank you. And thank you for doing your work that you do with breath awareness and and working with the children. Um, I know, you know, it takes um, a village to it takes a village to raise a child. And it used that used to be the model when I was growing up. And it's shifted a little bit different. However, you know, I figure if what you're doing is having an effect on just one child, you know, or 10 children or a 100 children, that's, that's, that's a group of children that don't have to suffer and they have the tools to go forth in in life and, and become the best that they can be so thank you for doing that because our, our kids are very very special and with that i'm going to say to all of you that i love in the listening world um thank you for Listening to the show, uh, again, I hope you found it very beneficial and gained a lot of information and insight about the power of breath awareness. I, again, want to thank Heidi Thompson for being a guest on the show today, and I really, really enjoyed all things that she shared, but not only that. I enjoy the fact that this is something so simple that to do and it doesn't take a lot of time. And it's just a matter of incorporating into our life. We all have a minute that we can give to ourselves. All you need is one minute out of the day to do something good for yourself. And why not utilize it by doing something as simple as breath awareness that has such profound effects on your whole physical body, your brain, and your mind. So with that. I'm going to say I'm Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I want to thank all of you for listening on uh to the show today. Please tune in next week where we'll have another fabulous guest on Blissful Living. And as always, I want to say I'm going to wish you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Thanks again, and I look forward to being with you next week.
1: You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.